you know, we got it for cheap for the first four years. I think he deserved to right. be paid. Now, how much? That's debatable, but it depends on the market, right? The market says 33 yes. to 35. Is that what the market says? Yes. And I would you know, I, I would pay him I would pay him thirty four and, and and if we don't take it, I think I gotta play hardball. You know? I, I think I gotta play hardball. I think I try to franchise it. He he may not take the tag though, you know that, right? Uh, he, I I think he's not gonna take the tag. I think he thinks his right. well worth is way more than the tag is offering. Um, especially right. when you see people like Carson Wentz out there getting the money he got and when Carson Wentz is not even Better than Dak Prescott, so I can I can understand Dak's argument as far as how you going to give a guy who only played one, two playoff games in four years, and I've been to the playoffs every year except for one. I've improved every year. I've proven my worth. No matter who you throw at me or what you come up with, I learn from my mistakes and I move on and get better and better. And you're just treating me like a stepchild. That's understandable, and that's a credible argument, but you have to remember this as well. Every quarterback that you just named, Russell Wilson, when I mean with Carson Wentz, he did not mm-hmm. take them to the Super Bowl, but his stats was yeah. on the MVP level. And I'm not justifying it because I hate – I don't like Philly. I don't like Carson Wentz. I think Dak is a tremendous leader. He has so many other assets to the quarterback position without just being a, 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 a ball slinger. You know, so the intangibles – Helps him out that much more, but let's look at it like this: Golf got into the playoff, got to the Super Bowl, but he didn't win it. Uh, Carson Wentz, right. uh, whatever. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, uh, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, right. Aaron Rodgers. All those guys I named are in the thirty-five to thirty-two million dollar range. So that's my right. argument. You know, Dak, if you want the big bucks, you have to take us at least to the NFC Championship game. And I understand the market. That's just my personal opinion. I love Dak. I would love to pay him the money, yeah. but we got so many other needs, in my opinion, and I just think that we have to we have to look at it like, do we want to invest that much money in a quarterback position, as opposed to a DB, a D tackle, another linebacker? We got issues. We got issues, brother. That's true, but then that goes back to saying, do you think our running back was worth that much money? Oh no, I don't. I, I said that last year. I think that the Cowboys. They, they play themselves. I would have forced Zeke to come at week eight if that was the case because, listen, at the end of the day, you had two years left on your deal. And I think it created a culture in the locker room of individual individualism. That's my opinion. I think that right. they, when they saw Zeke do that, it just made everybody say, okay, well, it's the me, me, me thing. It wasn't about the us thing. And that's the difference between the old Cowboy teams and the, 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 new, the new players. Everybody wants their right. money. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence. All that money for five sacks. Okay, I don't. I, I think he. I think he deserved his money. But we have to go back to the organization. They wasn't proactive. They waited for these players right. to come up on their contract years, and then that's what happens. When you do that, you you it's a risk reward. And that's that's what happens. Do you think? Do you right. think Zeke uh, should have got all that money? I don't think Zeke should have got all that money. I really yeah, don't. I, um, yeah. I, I can always say, hey, Linda. Um, I can always say, we can always say, oh, Zeke is a beast. Feed him, feed him, feed him, and everything else. But I'm a strong believer in this is the contract you signed for now. 
So you got to play. You understand what I'm saying? You got to play until. Right. You 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 should not be allowed to sit out, hold out, or whatever the case may be. But uh, if you give me one second here, I'm going to bring my uh, partner in crime in, and you can go ahead and talk to him as well. Ladies and gentlemen, my partner in crime, Travis Evans. Say what's up to the people, Travis. What's up to the people, Travis? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Sports Talk with Travis and Ron. I am the co-host of the show tonight, Travis Evans. And uh, you guys, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, you want to call in, say anything that you want to say regarding sports. We're not just a Cowboys forum, but we just happen to be Cowboy fans. If we want to talk about somebody mm-hmm. else, let's talk about your team too. Want to rep your team? Do what you do. We will we will try to keep this show as civil as possible. We got a couple of good topics going on. So if you guys want to call in, that number to call in is area code 323-870-4047. Now before I get get ready to bring in my my two cents on this whole Dak situation, I want to introduce you guys, uh, Ron, because you really 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 don't know right now. Kevin I really Harris. don't what? Oh, that's right. He did tell you. He did tell you where he was. Okay, never mind. I, okay, I, I forgot that. I didn't. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, he did. He did tell you. Well, <laughs> Kevin is going to be a regular on the platform. He's going to be on Wednesdays later on because he's on. He's on the West Coast. So therefore, his right. shows are not going to be at eight o'clock because he's three hours uh, behind us. So what's going to happen is he's going to come on right after Tony finishes his show. He's going to come on. Uh, I think right after that, if I'm not mistaken, that's how we do it. I have to find out if that's correct or not. So I will definitely let Kevin know what's going on with that, and we should be able to make that work. Um, now, yeah, I'd like to say welcome. Thanks a lot, gentlemen. Thanks a lot. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a big puff of my hookah before I get ready to say what I got to say, so give me a second. <laughs> We do not condone hookah okay. on this video show, folks. <laughs> why do you think I didn't do a Facebook Live? I didn't want nobody to see me up there doing this. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's go ahead and get this out the way. I need to get we need to say this and get it over with. Dak don't deserve the money that he's getting paid. That's all there is to it. Kevin hit it on the head. We need another offensive tackle. We need a, we need another edge rusher. We need a safety. We need all these players. And Dak wanted to decide to step up and try to be somebody that really, to me, he's just not ready to be yet. I think we need to get a quarterback to push him to greatness. Dak doesn't have anybody pushing him. Who does he have? Cooper Rush? Telling, you know, making Dak feel uncomfortable? Dak needs to feel uncomfortable with his job. He needs to feel like that he can be replaced at any second. And I guarantee he'll get out there and make stuff happen. He won't be forcing stuff like he did this year with all the turnovers. He won't do that. Right now, Dak is not worried about his job because he got nobody pushing. Hoping that that somebody hears me throughout some kind of airwaves that will go to the Cowboys organization. We need to explore a Wildcat situation. We need to get a player in, a multiverse player in, like like a Taysom Hill. We need to get somebody in like that. I already told you who I would select. Because his stock went down after LSU towed that ass up this year, last year, I mean, when LSU got him, 
this guy's stock dropped. He's probably going to go later. You talking about, Jay, you talking about Jalen Hurts, right? Huh? You talking about Jalen Hurts, right? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yes, I think that. He yes, I do. He can run that wildcat. You can put him in there. Get him in that in that second round, third round. Get him. I go. I try to get right. his ass in the first. I guarantee you, Jalen Hurts will make Dak work his ass off. He will make Dak work himself to death. Because Dak know at any given time, Jalen can take the hand. And what can Jalen do? Not only can he run, he's accurate as hell with passing. And he took Alabama to two championships. Alma damn near did it with Oklahoma. Right. I'm telling you, people sleeping on Jalen Hurts. People sleeping on him. And if they do pick him up, he's going wildcat on that on that squad. Whoever gets him. If Philly gets him, Jalen Hurts is gonna be a wildcat. They're not gonna they're not gonna take Carson Wentz off the board. They're gonna get Jalen Hurts and Jalen Hurts is gonna run just like Taysom Hill. I'm telling you. Dallas, right. we could be the greatest squad if we pull the string on that right now. Yeah, but what do you do with Dak? What if Dak with the with the franchise quarterback, right? If he doesn't sign that that tender, what happens then? And Jalen Hurts becomes the starting quarterback because he has to understand you got you got good numbers, you got great numbers. But here's the thing: just like with Romo, them good numbers don't mean shit. Just like with Dan Marino, those numbers don't mean shit if you ain't hoisting that ten at the end of the season. At least once in okay. your career, you ought to hold that trophy up. At least once. I'm scared. Of, I'm scared of Jalen Hurts as our quarterback. With 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 with, with uh, if Z, if Dak uh, holds out on that tender, I would say this. I would say let's explore another quarter, a veteran quarterback, and and help uh, Jalen Hurts in the case of that might happen. But okay. again, the Cowboys don't think like that. They do not think. You know it, and I know it. They do exactly. not think like that. See, Ron, you need to listen to this man. He's wise. You need to listen to him. <laughs> Dallas don't think yeah, like Ron, that. At all. At all. Ron, what's your take, Ron? You, you the host. So, so, so tell me what you think. Well, I, I for one, I kind of agree that we need somebody to push that. But I don't agree that it has to be Jalen Hurts. Um, okay. Travis has been stuck on Jalen Hurts for the last year. Two years. <laughs> yes, Jalen Hurts is a great football player, but is he a great football player for our program? I think not. But that's why this is a talk show, because everybody has a matter of opinion. Um, I don't think he's a good fit for our team, especially hey, with Jerry Jones. Is this how he cut me off? <laughs> I great say, when he don't like it, you see he cut me off? <laughs> But I don't think he's a fit for our team. It, it, certain teams have certain fits for certain things and packages and everything else, and we never had uh, pretty much the Wildcat offense or uh, him running out of the pocket and things like that. That's just not us. That's not the Dallas Cowboys. Our main problem right now is Jerry. If Jerry get out the way, a lot of things would open up, a lot of things would change. Yes, I do agree saying grab a quarterback in this draft, a decent yes. quarterback. But it don't have to be Jalen Hurts. Hey, Yolanda. Okay. That's fair. That's that, that that's fair. But we have to address the quarterback position. I'm sorry. I think like 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 Travis said, we need to create competition at that position. Romo never had it. He got too comfortable. And 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 it, obviously Zeke don't have it. Who was Cooper Rush? You know he needs some. He needs he needs somebody to light a fire up on him and let's see what he can do. 
Now, does that say this year that he will sign that franchise tender? If he don't sign the franchise tender, I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know. I'm I'm lost. I'm lost. Uh, I I think they're gonna get the deal done. I mean, I'm just as a matter of opinion, just like everybody else. But I'm I'm thinking in my mind, he's gonna get. They're gonna get the job done. You can keep on keep on playing around all you want to, and then you know you heard the rumors about uh, Tom Brady and eighty million dollars to play one season, everything else. If you was to do that, that would be a big slap in the face. But I got somebody else that wants to jump in here and hold in on the conversation. You guys ready? Hold on. B- b- yeah, hold go on. ahead. Before you do that, before you do that. Go ahead. I, I, I'm just going to ask this question real quick, and I kind of want everybody go ahead. to think. Well, you know what? You know what? Take the caller because it's going to take a few seconds. But go ahead. Take the caller. Okay. We got another caller. It's a 404 area code. Last four numbers. Six four five seven. Thank you for calling in the sports talk with Travis and Ryan. Who am I speaking to? Yeah, this is Nas. What's going on? What's going on, Nas? How you doing, man? I'm cooling, man. I'm cooling. I figure I can help y'all a little bit on this, man. Well, help us, please, please help us. Okay, man. Okay, Cowboys fans, don't be sensitive. You know, let's you know, let's just take it how it comes. You know what I mean? Yeah. First thing first, I got you. just just a little bit of game for everybody out there. When you get leaks about numbers, that's from management. When you get leaks about accomplishments, that's from the player side. So during mm-hmm. this whole little fiasco with Dak, as we saw last year, what did we see all of a sudden? Hey, $30 million, Dak turned down, da 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 That was coming yeah. from the Cowboys' yeah. side of the situation to try what? <laughs> get the fans riled up to try to devalue what Dak could actually get. Then we started hearing yeah. about how, well, you know, if you want to make the team better, he should take a little haircut for the team and this, that, and the th- Hold on, man. When you go to your job, do they tell you you should pick up a paper route? And, and, hey, man, if you want to make some extra money, you should get you a paper route on your way to work. <laughs> and then that way you can – like, no, 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 no. You work for your job. Your job should pay you what the market rate said. Are quarterbacks overpaid in the NFL? Yes, it's a market inefficiency. But right. as a player – it is your duty to get as much as you can. Why? Because the next generation comes behind you, and you set the market for them when it's their turn to re-up. And the guys who leave money on the table, so-called, for the organization, hold on, man. How come nobody ever says, how come these other people ain't good at their job? GM, scouting services. Why am I taking less money to help you with the cap? Like, wait, wait a minute. You got a good quarterback. Now the job is to build around them and prepare for the future with your salary cap. You know three years out whether you're going to have to pay somebody or not. You're telling me you couldn't prep before then, and then when it's time for me to get paid all of a sudden, oh, man, I ain't got it. I don't know, man. You threw an interception at one time. No, man. Tell Jerry to go in them deep pockets, put the money on the table, pay the man. As far as roster construction, that's what you hire your other people for. Get the roster right. Get that man everything he needs. Now, if you don't feel like he's the quarterback for you, then you just get rid of him now. And the, like, why, why ask for a discount on somebody you don't really believe in, as opposed to paying the man, giving him what you need, and going forward? If you don't believe in the man, okay. get rid of him now. Okay, Miles, Miles, excuse me. This is Cowboy Cam. So let me, let, me, let me interject for a second before we go along further. To pro, you pay for performance, correct? That's what you pay for. If the product doesn't match the pay, why pay? 
Why pay it? Just like we got burned with that with with, with the Zeke contract. That's gonna mark. That's gonna kill us in two more years. Mark my word. And it's the Marcus Lawrence contract. If he don't perform next year at a, at, at 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 that ten or fifteen sack level, then what does that money give us? It's a proven fact that free agents don't work out when they get big money. Everybody know they for whatever reason their production goes down. Does that? Let me ask you this, Miles. Do you think Dak deserves the money? Not the market value. Does he deserve the money? Okay, I'll I answer all those questions. First things first, no free agents don't always fail. Every every situation is individual case-by-case situation. Some free agents fail. Some free agents come in and uh, outperform their contract. So you got to throw both of those in the fire. You can't say one thing happens all of the time. Individual case. Mm-hmm. Is that worth the money? Yes, he is. If he's a Pro Bowl-level quarterback that you feel like can do the things that he showed last year uh, during the early season when y'all had that good record, as opposed to what you saw in the middle. The question is, who actually is he? Is he that five-game stretch early on, or is he that, you know, six-game stretch where you guys were struggling? That's the question to ask. And then you got to say this. Is the clapper actually the guy you want developing anybody or the guy you want designing game plans or deciding on what you want to do? You may just have addition by subtraction by getting that dude off the sideline. And now maybe you can tell McCarthy to tell Jerry, don't come in my office ever. Let me do this job. It ain't your job. So I, I think oh, that's, that's more of a problem than anything else. Okay, Travis, go hey. ahead. I want to hear Travis. Uh, uh, Travis Williams? Dez wants to come back. Now, remember, at when uh, Zeke, I mean, when uh, Dak first came out, Dez was his go-to target, and Dez, uh, Dez's numbers of catching his passes were far greater than any of the, any of the three uh, receivers that we got combined. Do you think Dez would be a good fit coming back? One more, one more shot with Dez? Hey, I yes. want Rihanna's phone number. That's probably not going to happen. Uh, Dez <laughs> is not coming back. Uh, Older wide receiver who was a possession guy coming off an Achilles injury. Like, we got to be realistic about this. If you're going to be a fourth or fifth wide receiver on that roster, that means you got to play special teams. Anybody think Dez is signing up for special teams? So, you know, Dez's career may be over. He may be able to get on a bad roster, but that roster right there, nah, man, I'm sorry. And I I like Dez, you know. He had a great career. He was a good cowboy. But let me interject for a second. Um, every once in a while, you get a shot in the dark. Uh, a great player who's been out, either got hurt or for any particular reason got out and come back. Everybody can't come back that strong. Maybe he's one of them chosen ones that can come back, shut his mouth, be humble, and play that fourth or fifth slot receiver and win some big-time last-minute games for Maybe. That's a big maybe. You said key word, shut his mouth. I don't know if he. I don't know if he can do that. I don't know if he can do that. I don't think he can shut his mouth either. That's why I put shut his mouth in there. <laughs> yeah, but see, but, but more more than the shutting his mouth part, like this is a talent thing at this point, though. At this stage of his career, are you telling me taking a flyer on a sixth or fifth rounder with speed? You telling me you wouldn't rather have that young guy on your roster? as opposed to bringing Dez on on a veteran deal and hoping he can kind of bring back some of the good old days? Because, I mean, let's nobody be honest, said man. Speed is a premium. Right, but nobody said anything about Jason Witten. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, exactly. now, now so, y'all give me – let me get on my soapbox whenever y'all get a chance oh, on that one. Oh, here we go. Now, 
that was an indictment on the scouting department of the Cowboys and the coaching staff of the Cowboys. The fact that Jason Witten wanted to come back, there's nothing wrong with that. The fact that he made the roster and then was getting snaps over the younger players, that either you mm-hmm. were picking the wrong tight ends or you didn't go into free agency as hard as you should have. There's no way Jason Witten should have been getting snaps in 2019. That was ridiculous. Right, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, you let him in there, so uh, – that Dez is younger than he is. Yep. But they yeah. let him in. That, that wide receiver competition is totally different than that tight end competition, though. We do have to, you know, let me say that. There's some dogs out there wide receiver every year. Nothing Travis just mentioned. He saw his workouts. I've seen his workouts. He looked good. Looked real good. But looking Did good he? and actually performing good. True. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, what they to say? Everything is all wait right. Minute, Miles, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I'm sorry, Miles. You you said y'all, so you're not a cowboy fan. No, nah, I'm Falcons over here. Mm-hmm. But I, I respect. I'm an <laughs> NFL fan, so I respect everybody. You know what I mean? Okay, so no, I understand. Yeah, that, that's good. I, I I respect your opinion, brother. That's good. Okay. I'm and this saying, is a I'm sports a talk show. So. Y'all got trophies, so y'all, you know, it is what it is. Man. Anything well, bad can happen to our franchise, that's just reality. Y'all seen championships before. I will say this, just to get this out the way about Falcons fans now, they are probably some of the mm-hmm. most well-respected fans out there. Cause we've been, I've been in a lot of damn stadiums. I've been <laughs> to a lot of them. I just will not go back to one of them is Carolina, one of them is Pittsburgh, and the other is Pittsburgh. <laughs> I won't <laughs> You could, if I died, if you took my casket there, I'd haunt your ass. Don't ever take me there. Because those people are rude, obnoxious. They can't take a, when you beat them, they get mad. They want to fight. Mm-hmm. They just, they won't yep. ever, they won't ever just be good fans. So that's the reason why I say yeah, Falcons. You can be walking by Falcons tailgate. They yeah, offer you drinks. Hey man, come on and get a beer. Come and get a drink. Come get this. Come get that. That's cool. Offer you food. And you got a Dallas Cowboy jersey on. Them Negroes will still call you and they tell you, come on, have a drink with you. <laughs> so we got a weird <laughs> fan base. You, you got to understand something, man. We want to believe, but we don't really believe because we know the other shoe is going to drop at some point. Like we are the franchise who had a man. Get arrested the night before the Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl, exactly. Go to jail. Like <laughs> when you go to the Super Bowl, you're the star running back tear up his knee in preseason. Like those things happen to us, so we expect all that. So we cool fans. That's why, man. We'll, you know. Y'all believe in Murphy's law, man. Y'all believe in Murphy's law. You think you, you think Devontae is gone? You think he's out? He should be. Oof. If he ain't out, he's going to have to restructure. You know, I think they're going to come to him and make him restructure first. But, yeah, it's going to be hard to keep him on the roster at that number. And that's what I was about to say when you said uh, what you said about Zeke. Look, Zeke is a top five running back, man, so you roll with him. Now, as soon as he starts declining or the production stalls, you know how it goes. This NFL, baby, you know they'll cut you in a minute or ask for some money back. So, Zeke ain't no problem for the Cowboys. <laughs> No, and they don't have some money back. Yeah, that is, nah, yeah. I, I, I like Zeke. I just didn't like the way he handled uh, his contract. But hey, he wanted to do it that way. He's an individual man. You can't count another man's pocket. Good luck, and I just hope that contract plays out for the best. I'm a Cowboy fan. Well, I'm, I'm not, not a player gonna, fan. Yeah, can, I'm not gonna really say. Go ahead. I'm gonna say this. 
75 to 85% of Cowboy fans are emotional fans only. Now, what do I mean by that? No matter what you tell them, they're going to believe what they want to believe. You can show them the numbers all day long, and all they're going to do is believe what they believe. And this is just mm-hmm. something that I'm trying to get Ron to understand and all the rest of the Cowboy fans. I believe in the Cowboys. The problem is I don't think they believe in themselves. I believe in them. And every year I'm just tired of the same old thing every year. We They'll tell us who's going to win the division. You look at ESPN beginning of the season. Who do you think going to take the NFC East, Cowboys? We either take it or we don't take it. Either way it goes, we never get what we actually want. I don't want just to make the playoffs. I don't want to go just to playoffs. I'd rather be in the Super Bowl and get beat 40 to nothing than to be sitting at home when the, when the Super Bowl starts. I want to be in the Super Bowl. And I think that we could, right. we could have done this a long time ago when we had the talent. And you know we've had the talent. When Murray was running in the backfield, man, we that was Super Bowl caliber team. For three, four, three, it four, was. It was. A caliber, Super Bowl yeah. caliber team. But for some reason, it was either coaching. Nine times out of ten, it was coaching. But it was either coaching or bad decisions by the quarterback. We blame Romo. And I said it before. We'll never win a Super Bowl with Tony Romo because Romo choked during the big game. I don't want another Romo. I don't want another uh, people building us up to be a championship team. I actually want to be a championship team, if that makes any sense. That makes sense. It does. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're right. It makes any sense. I'm agreeing with you. Yes, it does. Secondly, how much do you think Dak is worth? I'm telling you, forty million? Hell no. Tell me what y'all think. Anybody? Does anybody think he's worth what he's asking for? Forty million plus yeah. he wants yeah. guaranteed. He wants a hundred and twenty thousand, hundred twenty-five million guaranteed. I'm sorry. So do y'all think yes. he's worth all that? Yeah. Starting quarterback for America's team at his age and the trajectory that his career has been on, he's earned it. Uh, that's that's look as much as people was mad at Kirk Cousins, he earned it. Like this is what the QB market is, man. And I, I know people don't like it because they're like, okay, you put way too much money on one player, but that is what that position demands. And it ultimately it comes down to this: either you pay the man or you trade him, get him out of there, and and decide you're gonna find another quarterback. And when we look around the league at teams who decided to do that, the results have not been that good. Ask Jacksonville about Nick Foles and some of these other situations where they tried to, you know, <laughs> change midstream, man. It ain't so easy. And, and to these teams talking about bringing that old man in, we've seen this before. Uh, a lot of the times are undefeated for a reason. Even as great as Tom is, this is going to go bad for somebody. No, I think Brady, get in there. I honestly think it's about filling seats. I really don't think they care whether they win or lose. These owners know if you got Tom Brady in your backfield, you'll sell out every week. I think it's about but filling the seats. the Cowboys sell out every week anyway. Now, Tom, yeah. we talk about any franchise that picks up Tom Brady. Oh, okay, yeah. The Cowboys yeah. off the table. Because we know. Okay. I just don't see Jerry pulling a stunt. Obviously, this man, he made 80-something million dollars up front. They'll sit on the bench behind Dak, or if you take Dak and put Dak on the bench and put Tom Brady as a starter, I would, man, I'd be so insulted. I want to trade five minutes after the first snap. I want to trade. True. 
And, and how come and how come we ain't being honest about the greatest football mind, you know, who, who I guess is still rocking today and Bill Belichick, who decided this dude is in decline. I'm going to spend the money on defense because we're going to have to win with ball control, play action, and short passes because he can't right. push the ball down the field anymore. He has deficiencies now. He's 43. You know what I mean? Like, what, what are we expecting this man to do? Like, some of these folks are tripping with this Brady stuff, man. We know how this is. Mm. What happened? No, go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, okay. But yeah, man, I, I just wanted to weigh in real quick on my on my side on the Dak thing, man. But you know, good luck next year for y'all, man. And uh, I want Zeke the ball, man. That's that's my main concern. I'm a big Zeke fan. Love to do. So hopefully he ball out next year. But uh, good luck. Next well, see, season, no, we, we we Cowboy fans, we hope Zeke ball out for a Super Bowl, not for individual accomplishments. We want a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I feel you, man. Yeah. Well, good luck, man. I already know something bad happening to us, so I ain't even worried about it. Good luck. All right. Thank you, brother. All right. Okay, guys, you're listening to Sports Talk with Travis and Ron. If you'd like to call in, chime in, talk about any conversation, any sports, Uh, you can talk about your team, you can talk about uh, anything to do with sports. Uh, We always say we don't talk religion. We don't talk politics. We talk sports, sports, sports. No sports is unlimited. Uh, you can call in 323-870-4047. That's 323-870-4047. You want to get in the host queue, you press the number one. I'll see you over here on my board, and I will chime you in. Um, moving on, I would like to talk about now the XFL. What do you think about it so far? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Hey, you, you know, I'll it's, you it, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not even, I don't even entertain it. And I'm in LA, they got the LA Wildcats, so I'm not entertaining right. it. I'm not going to no tailgates out there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm a football, it's football, but it's not, it's not football to me. That's not, no, right. that's a, that's a watered down bird. I'm sorry. I like the NFL. That's all I like. That's it. I I agree with you, but Travis seems to like it. So talk about it, Travis. <laughs> I, 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 I like it because it's, it's extreme. What I mean, extreme. That helmet to helmet stuff. You ain't gonna get you ain't gonna get no flag for that. You won't get you won't get a flag for helmet to helmet. Trust me. They are now because it's the XFL. A lot of them Negroes are probably. Glorified stunt men, just like the wrestlers. They, man, watching them hit. I mean, that's kamikaze. And I think you know the fact that they get, they not getting paid all that much money to do it. I think it is a travesty, mm-hmm. and them guys need to understand. Man, I'm not going to get myself paralyzed for the rest of my life off Vince McMahon's money. <laughs> I ain't doing it. Okay, so you say no, no helmet to helmet. When you say no helmets to helmets, what, what, how are the rules? Is it prevented for that, or they allow it, or, or what, what's going on? It. I haven't watched none. Man, man, they allow it. Oh, they still penalize you for late hits and stuff like that, but they not. What I'm telling you is that these guys in the XFL, it's, it's called the extreme football for a reason. There is no, okay. there is no okay. they, you're not going to get a flag. You get a flag for holding. 
you'll get a flag for pass interference, but but they hit in this league. They actually hit. And what coloring is allowed? Coloring is allowed in this one. Say what, Ron? Horse collar is allowed in this one. It is. I think it is. I think a lot of that stuff that you can't get away with in the NFL, they you you can do in extreme football. But like I say, the max contracts I think up there like four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars. It ain't a whole really? lot of money. Um, they not getting no twenty and thirty million dollars. Oh no, that. Oh, no, no, I didn't think that. But I didn't think oh, they no. were just getting. They lucky. You say five hundred thousand? Get a million. Aaron Murray. I think Aaron Murray's contract's like nine hundred and forty thousand. Wait a you talking about Aaron Murray out of Georgia? Yeah. Well, what? He didn't make it in the NFL. He, he didn't. He no. didn't catch on to the NFL thing. He did, but he didn't. He didn't last. Mm-hmm. I thought that, I thought he was good. Oh no, Aaron <laughs> Murray! Did, oh no, a bunch of people in that league that you didn't know <laughs> that you didn't. You yeah, thought you, was in the NFL. You watched. If you watch a few games, you will see it's a lot of NFL players. I mean, a lot of college players that you thought was going to the pros that's not. Wow. I see. I, I, I thought Aaron Murray was being developed on somebody's team. I was shit. Aaron Murray would be better than Cooper Rush on the Cowboys. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion, man. <laughs> that is true. You might want to tell him that. You might want to do that. <laughs> You, you, you know, you know, gentlemen, man, I, I quit playing uh, GM for the Cowboys about week week sixteen. You know, I just I, I can't do it no more. It's too stressful. You know, I I, I don't know what Jerry's doing. You know, I, I think I think he's more concerned with the brand as opposed to the team, the quality of play on the field. I think that he, he you know he bought it for one hundred and eighty nine million. It's worth five billion dollars, the most valuable franchise in, in sports. Period. Now. So I just think right. that he's worried about the brand and I, 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 the product on the field don't match it. It doesn't match it. You know, we overpaid. We 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 release players that go on to have success. We don't develop tight ends. That's obvious. Right. We didn't develop a tight end since Jason Witten. <laughs> I said that. I'm sorry. I had to say that. We didn't develop a tight end since hey. Jason Witten. That's well, you true. You let Jeff Swain go. That was the dumbest thing I ever saw. You let Swain leave because he wanted some more money, and you said no. Yeah. And then you bring Witten back, and he's starting to grow for uh, a job. You know, yeah, I, you man, you know. Jones, you, put, you, 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 you pretty much bench Joe. Dumb decisions I say the Cowboys make. This is why I have no faith in them as far as that. As far as being a fan, I'm a fan. But as far as having yeah. faith in them to win a Super Bowl, to get us to a Super Bowl before I die, I don't think it'll happen. I think I, I'll be I, 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 or the football or the, or the NFL will be just they'll be dismembered before anything like that could ever come about. Right. Don't say that, Jerry, man. I, I, want, I, want my, I want my daughter to experience the Super Bowl. Jerry is all about money. He don't give a damn about winning. His franchise that, that took off in leaps and bounds, right now Jerry's all about making that money. He don't care about anything yeah. else. If Jerry cared about the Super Bowl, we'd have, man, we would we could have done this years ago. Yeah, he would hire the GM, right? He would hire the GM. I agree. He needs to step back. He needs to step back and let his GM make the decision. All Jerry needs to do is sit back and count his money. That's all he'll need to do. But for some reason, he got to stick his nose in this and stay like that. Be like Crab. Right. Give the situation to your head coach. Let me tell you, the New England Super Bowls 
back to back to back to back, winning all these goddamn Super Bowls, and they're doing it with third, fourth, fifth round players because they don't get no picks in the first round. They they get the thirtieth pick or the thirty thirty second pick in the first round. So right. how many people do they do? They just wind up getting linemen, or they'll trade their first round pick. They always do that. They'll trade their pick to somebody because they don't need anybody. They'll pick up a they'll they'll pick up a division two defensive tackle. <laughs> and turn him into a superstar. That's that's player development. That's something that we haven't done in a while. If, if, we, if they don't have no, no first round, done, second, done second round tag, we don't do it. Yeah, we've never done it. We've never done it. You're right. Well, right. well gentlemen, well, well, listen, gentlemen, I'm going to have to end my day. I, I just got off work. Travis, Ron, nice talking to you, brothers. I will be calling back and chiming in, man. I, I want to talk Laker basketball. I want to talk different topics with y'all. But I'm a Cowboys sure. fan first and foremost. Remember that. Let's do it. I'm a Laker fan. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to have something in common then. <laughs> I'm a first fan. We ain't got nothing in common. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to talk about. <laughs> All right, my brothers. Y'all brothers have a good one, man. Thanks for your time, gentlemen. All right, Appreciate we'll, it. I'll with you, brothers. Okay. <laughs> All right. Take care. He was, right, he was pretty cool, man. He was pretty cool. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we go. We got to uh, We gonna have a lot. We're gonna, we're gonna do some great things, man. We we just it's just a lot of things have been happening this week. You know, you get a phone call and sit down and talk with somebody, and he decided uh, we had a we got a new sponsor for uh, Trapdoor Media, basically for the uh, point. Uh, that's JS Sports. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I met this brother a couple of years ago when he came to Atlanta. Uh, when we played the Falcons and we had this big party at uh, Empire Sports Bar, and uh, we we he came up and we we had a little talk, and I hit him up to talk to him about some business uh, for me about some T-shirts for my family reunion, and he was like, oh yeah, I take care of y'all do this, you know this, and I sent him all the stuff. He ready to rock and roll, so I was telling him about the show and everything. I said, you need to come on the show because we started talking about political stuff. And he came on the show, and I mean, he came. He came to me and told me about. it. He says, "Man, I need to get on your show because I got a lot of things I want to get off my chest." Right then, I knew mm. right then that me and this brother was gonna click left and right. And then, after all was said and done, he sent me back the proof of the shirts. So then he he said, "Well, hey, if y'all need anything, let me know. You know, I volunteer my services." I said, "We can use a sponsor." He said, "Okay, tell me what you need me to do." That's all I need to hear. See, right. he's a black-owned and operated business. James Booming. is a black-owned Booming and operated business. business. And to me, I'm not trying to be racist or anything like that, but when black business will support us, then I support black business. So from here on out, I'm going to keep putting the word out. If you need to get any printing done, and it's not just uh, shirts, it's banners, it's coffee mugs, And I'm gonna put I'm gonna keep putting the word out so we can give this brother as much business as he needs because I support black business as long as they support me. Do you have his information? Uh, it's on the point. It's on the point page. His whole advertising. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna move it over to the uh, sports talk page also. So when it comes to time mm-hmm. comes, we'll be ready to rock and roll as far as as getting anything done. This man is is, right. is giving you good deals. He's not. He's not trying to rip you off. I have the same type of T-shirt. He will. He's gonna have me uh, getting from him. Uh, just between. Well, ain't no just between us because everybody's listening. It's like thirteen dollars <laughs> and ninety nine cents. 
It's like thirteen ninety nine a shirt. I went over to a yes. company here in Atlanta and talked to them, and they was talking about $23 a shirt. Mm. $13.99, $22.99. So y'all do what you want to do. I mean, this man got the same equipment they got, and he's not trying to rip people off. He's going to charge you. Exactly. So support me, I support you. That's how it works. That's how it works. Very good. So, well, we, I would like to personally welcome JS Sports to the team. He's a cool brother. He's going to be on the point Tuesday night. So if you guys want to hear from him, there's going to be a lot of topics that we're going to get in on, and we're going to uh, he's going to come in and he's going to bring his stuff. So understand, people have opinions on a lot of stuff. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because I know mm-hmm. people probably tell him, yo, man, you don't need to be saying stuff like that. You need to think about your business. You need, you know, you're a black-owned business. You, you need to be thinking about it. I think that's one of the biggest problems right. that we have. We're scared to talk because we're afraid we're going to lose money. You got the support of the people. The people love you and respect you. You ain't going to lose a dime. Trust and believe that. All right, Ron, it is 845. We got about 15 more minutes unless we get we get a rush of people to uh, come in. We get a rush of folks to come in, then we'll stick around till 10 o'clock. Other than that, we're going to cut it off at 9. My last thing that we're going to talk about. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'll wait to hear this. I'm like a spectator right now. I want to hear this. Um, Because Ron said something earlier. First of all, <laughs> we don't bring in politics or religion. Right. But unfortunately, when sports figures themselves invoke politics or religion into the sports world, Ron, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but we're going to have to break our rule and we're going to have to tackle it. Go ahead. We're going to have to tackle it. So my internet series is all, for the last three days, all I've seen is D-Wade out here promoting his 12-year-old son. Yep. Now his 12-year-old daughter. Zion yes. is now yes. Zaya. Right. Now, Apparently, Dwayne was on the Ellen DeGeneres, not DeGeneres, the DeGeneres, because he's always bringing kids in these shows and these people always having some kind of struggle with their sexuality. She brings them on the show. I guess she gives them money and to make them feel better about themselves, get them playing mm-hmm. tickets to wherever, and she does these things. I'm, I'm going to say it again. I have no problem with a man deciding what he wants to do. But a 12-year-old kid cannot dictate to his parents, should never be able to dictate to his or her parents what they want to do at 12 years old. Because you have one job as a child. You have one job. Your job is to go to school, get an education. So you right. get yourself prepared for life. You shouldn't be thinking about sex. You shouldn't be thinking about sexuality. You shouldn't be thinking about anything other than taking your butt to school every day, getting that education. Because come you know, uh, against popular belief, contrary to popular belief, I'll say this. When your ass is 18, you're going to be somewhere. You're going to be in my house. You're going to be in school. You're going to be somewhere. You're not going to be laying up in my house doing nothing with your life. That's why I send you to school. That's why I jump on you about making your, your grades. Because you're either going to be in college, military, 
gainfully employed, but I can tell you this, you're not going to be in my house at 21, 22, 23, 24 with a gaggle of kids doing nothing with your life. You ain't going to be staying at my house. Right. I'm preparing you. These kids should not be allowed to make adult decisions. And let me tell you once again, I tell this story all the time. My son came to me at 14. He wanted to get a tattoo. He said, Dad, can I get a tattoo? I said, you sure can, son. You can get a tattoo. When you're old enough, you get out of my house, you make your own money, got your own place to stay, got your own car, got everything. Good job. You got all this. Son, you could be a walking billboard for black people. My son is not going to make adult decisions, make adult decisions based on what he wants at 12 or she wants at 12. My child right. can't be a mother. My daughter cannot be a mother at 12. You are not going to have a kid and go to school every day. You can't drive. You can't drink. You can't go. To, you can't vote. You can't do anything, but you're old enough to be a mother. And a lot of these parents think that shit is great. Y'all think that is the greatest thing on the planet, that y'all allowing your child to make an adult decision, and y'all stand behind them 150%. Now, why do right. I say that? Right. You or Dwayne Wade is out there promoting his son all dressed up, looking like a little girl. You out there promoting this crap, and I call it crap because that's exactly what it is. Let your children grow up. Please let your kids grow up. Let them play. Let them be kids. Let them. Why the, why the hell are we out here doing this with our children? Let them grow up. Allow them to allow your children to go overboard with adult decisions. Now, right. you got your son out there showing him off to everybody. You know what? Pedophiles watch Ellen DeGeneres, idiot. Pedophiles <laughs> on Facebook. All you doing is serving up your son like a big-ass steak dinner. So that's all Pedophiles are everywhere. Pedophiles are everywhere. And you out there putting it out there. Now, on my page, when I posted it, people said, well, Magic, what you going to say about Magic? And Snoop Dogg, uh, they put something out on Snoop. Snoop uh, I don't even know if that's true. I don't know if that's true huh? or not. I don't know if that's uh, true yeah. or not. That's TMZ. Well, that looked like, TMZ. I saw the picture, Travis. That looked like that was Photoshop. It could be. It could be, yeah. but it said TMZ yeah. also. But you got to understand, a lot of these fake websites are pulling stuff like Washington Post and stuff like that, putting it out there. I just went on it, exactly. clicked on it, exactly. looked at it, and it looked legitimate to me. It looked legitimate. It looked. It looked. Now, I don't know if it is or not. It's I'm not going to dress with the the dress with the rose on it or the flower on the front. You talking about Dwayne? Is that the one you were talking about? Dwayne uh, Wade. No, I saw Dwayne Wade. Now that's legit. That looked like legit. But I'm talking about uh, Snoop. Snoop. Like I said, I, I saw the TMZ, I, and I could be wrong. And I'm gonna go ahead and apologize up front if I am. But it said TMZ, so I'm thinking TMZ is a reputable. It could be somebody playing around and put the TMZ logo on it. TMZ. I don't yes. know. I don't know. I'm gonna say this because think about this. Hold on one second. I, I hate to cut you off. Um, think about it. Snoop said something bad against Gail. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, this comes out. True. So, I'm but, thinking... But my, point, my point was, just so you know, that mm-hmm. that whole thing with Snoop, even if it is true, that's your 23-year-old son. You know, 
It never came up ever until today. Now, when they said about Magic Son, what about Magic Son? When Magic Son was growing up, didn't nobody know what he was doing? When he got old enough, when he got, damn, damn, who could make me choke? When Hmm. Magic, when Magic Son came out the closet and did all his stuff, Magic Son was over 20 also. Yes. Magic didn't get out there and say, my 12-year-old son wants to be a transsexual, so here's pictures of him. Magic didn't do that. And if the stuff is true about Snoop, Snoop didn't do that. But now that your kids are grown and can make their own decisions for themselves, I don't mind that. I got a 30-year-old son and a 26-year-old son. If my son came to me right now and said, I'm gay, I can't get mad at him. They don't live with me. They got their own place. They doing their own shit. I'm not going to be mad at them. Do I want them to be gay? No, but I can't stop them, and I'm not going to try because they're grown-ass men. They're making grown people's decisions. But I'm not going to put my 12-year-old son or daughter out there for the whole damn world to see so everybody can see how much of a failure you are as a father. Because if you had any balls in the family, your son would be doing that. Your son would wait till he's 18, till he's out of the house, wherever he wants to be, whatever he wants to do, then you go let him do it. I can't do this, Ron. I can't. So every time he puts this kid up on the Internet, he's doing articles on his kid on the Internet, and he's showing everybody, showing off his kid like he, like he a fucking pimp. He's showing off his child. See how beautiful my daughter is? Nigga, that's your son. Hmm. But you know what? We said something earlier. I don't think it was a day. Maybe it was yesterday when we, when we spoke. Uh, we talked about uh, Hernandez. Aaron, oh yeah. Aaron Hernandez, and I called you and said I did not know, and my wife is right here. She probably did not know that Aaron Hernandez was gay. She's probably looking at me now, saying, "Who the heck is Aaron Hernandez?" But I, until I saw that document, when I saw that, I, I was shocked. I was shocked, and then I was shocked to find out that what's the cat name? New England Patriots uh, tackle. Oh, offensive lineman. Yeah, the tackle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. know I, because some people choose I was surprised. to keep some people choose to keep their lifestyles private, which is fine. And that's nothing problem. wrong. With Aaron Hernandez is a grown man. He don't live at home. He don't. You know, I, I saw that. I talked. To, I saw the things where the quarterback from his high school football team said they was deeply doing this stuff. When he said all that, yeah. he said it with pride. Like, that was just something to be proud of. And I was like, wow. They were scared, they were scared to do it around their their dads because their dads were men men. Right. And dad, they wouldn't want to tolerate that. Their dad was a manly man. He didn't want his son to be gay. Right. And he beat his ass every time he thought Aaron was playing, was doing that. That's why Aaron was so glad to play right. his dad. He even said it. He was happy when his dad just passed like, away. That was just like all the dads back in the day. It's no different than us when, when, you know, we were coming up when our kids were younger. We we didn't have that thought in our mind. Just like our dads didn't have that thought in their mind. Every neighborhood, it seemed like every neighborhood only had one gay person in that neighborhood that you knew. Right. Right. But But a lot of times we didn't know. Because they, they were so right. good at keeping it secret. 
They were so good yes. at leaving it alone. And it just wasn't this. Like I said, there should be no 12-year-old kids at a gay pride rally marching down the street. There should be no 12-year-olds doing that. It should be grown men and women. It should not be children. Leave the goddamn kids out of this. Leave them out. And let them make up their own minds. Billy Porter on Sesame Street, talking to the kids on Sesame Street, in a dress and everything else. And everybody thinks that is just so, he is so brave for coming out. I'm going to tell you like this. <laughs> LBGTQ, I love you guys to death. I love you to death. But y'all better back the fuck off with that bullshit. Stop going around telling everybody that it's cool as hell to be gay, because it's not. That's a choice. That is a choice. It's, not even, it's not even a choice. It's, I mean, you, you know how to, you can't say it's a, can't say it's a, okay. really a choice. You, you're born that way. Okay. Some, I'll say 50%, the 60% is born that way. But then you okay. got the bandwagon people who have weak minds who think since this is a fad, this is the way you go. Okay. And you know I'm way out of my okay. element because I'm talking politics and and outside of sports. But since you brought it up, um, my opinion I, is I can agree with that, Ron. I'm not I'm not going to disagree with you. I can go with that. You know, yeah. They're followers. They're not leaders. Right. So you're right. Because it's the end thing to, to do. You're absolutely right. What was your fad, Travis? Mine's was bell-bottom pants and Chinese collars. Growing up, the fad of, let me see, there was so many growing up. There was so many. Corduroy was the fad when I was growing up. Corduroy. Do you remember the Do you remember the country western fad where you had your boots and the spurs yep. and the chaps and all that stuff? Went through that too, and that's because everybody was doing. It. Yes. Everybody and was doing everybody it. had a boom box that carried sixteen D batteries, and you held it. You got four people walking down the street with the same station on, blasting their music. We think it's dumb now, don't we? Of course we do. Of course we do. And let me tell you why. Because when that when that boom box was carrying all them batteries, we don't money to get batteries. We were going to steal them motherfuckers in a minute. Oh, we yeah. We were the king of shoplifting. Because all we ever stole <laughs> was batteries. Mm-hmm. We put Everready out of business. I don't even think you see Everready batteries anymore. <laughs> it's never ready now. 7-Eleven didn't even <laughs> stop carrying Everready batteries because we hit them so hard. Go in there for a nickel pack of gum, walk out about $180 worth of batteries. Yeah, that's and true. And we would set the boom box down at the, at the basketball court and stick a cassette tape in there and just blast. Yep. Go to your that's bike, put sure. your little saddlebag on your bike, pull out about 16 more batteries. And then you say <laughs> to yourself, hey, man, I'm, I'm out of batteries. You would say that. And then take your behind to the to the store and come back with about twenty five more batteries. D batteries at that. So I understand all that. It was a fad. It was it was a fad. Parachute yeah. pants was a fad. <laughs> Parachute pants. We I understand all that. We had a block. We had a ball doing that crap. We laughed and had a good time doing it. 
and I can sit back to this yeah. day and yeah. talk about the Jerry curls and everything. I could talk about that, but you know what? But it did. It was. It was kind of sort of an adult decision, but then in a way, it was a bunch of kids just being kids. But I think that once you get, once you cross that line from being a type of person that does X, Y, and Z to a guy that sits there and starts having sex with another guy, I think that's a whole different story. I think it's a whole different story. And I think that that's something that needs to be explored a little bit further. It doesn't need to go to right. the point where we are now. That's all I'm saying. I have nothing against the LBGTQ. But when when I sit there and see people going around doing this stuff, and then to sit there and say that y'all giving them the green light saying, hey, I'm proud of what y'all doing. I'm not proud to, to say that I got children out here trying to do what we what adults do. These children need to be children. You need to let them grow up. Let them ride bikes. Let them play with their little uh, video games. Let these kids be kids. Let them go to their high school dance. Let them do all these things. Stop letting your kids, exposing your kids to so much adult shit, and then understand why they're doing the stuff they do. Somebody told me one day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, you cuss too much. And the first thing I said, nigga, don't you watch Power? You can look at shows like that, but then when I cuss, it's a problem. I hear you. I hear you. Well, Cat Travis, I'm going to do like you say. I'm going to go ahead and let you close it out today. Everybody, thanks for listening. Travis, you got it. All righty. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Sports Talk with Travis and Ron. I'm your host, Travis Evans. Ron Scarlett is your host also. We have had a wonderful discussion tonight. Uh, once again, you guys, two or three calls is great, but uh, a couple of people, I really wish that you guys would call in because some of y'all on the feed have a lot of good input, and for some reason, they act like y'all can't say it. You can just keep typing. Mm-hmm. So I just wish you guys would pop up and just come on the show and say what's on your mind. Come on here and tell me that you think I'm wrong. That's all I want you to do. You ain't got to be no cussing. It ain't got to be no, no disrespect. But if you think that I am wrong about what I'm saying about this, this stuff with these kids, then you let me know. If you think I'm wrong what I said about Dak Prescott, let me know. All you got to do is we can agree to disagree. And it don't mean I love you any more or any less than I do right now. So by all means, by all means, we, we're going to try to be here every Thursday night, 8 o'clock to around 9, 9.30, every Thursday night. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to come by and holler at us, please do so. We look forward to seeing you again. Don't forget to check out our show Monday, I mean Tuesday night. That's the point with Travis and Robert. Uh, that show right there is just really full of fire. And we're going to have a future show coming up with Kevin Harris and his his group out on the West Coast. They're going to be uh, doing a show on Wednesday night. Hopefully, if Blog Talk will let me do two separate shows on Wednesday. Uh, you still got Tony Thomas, Block Party Live. We still got a lot of good things going on, ladies and gentlemen. So please, by all means, keep supporting us. Keep doing what you do. We love you guys. And we'll see y'all again next time on another edition of Sports Talk with Travis and Ron. Y'all have a good night. Yeah. Yeah.